What's up, everybody? Welcome to the tug of war. Oh, man, it's going down today. That's right. Whitney, I wonder uh, what church uh, we're affiliated with. Well, if you can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> we're proud of our new merch. We have new merch because we have a new name. And I think it's just, and it's fun and cute. Do so you not? listen to the tug of more? Yes. So I just listened to an episode we posted a while ago about uh, sell it. Yes. Sell, uh, sell like what you're doing. Sell yourself. Sell so your business, good. Sell your thing. I was preaching myself. Yeah, it was good. It was so good. Was and good. we just uh, showed up today rocking it. That's right. This one. Oh, wait. Where's the uh, That's my for patch. Enrique. conversation that's right between some friends that yep. we work together in ministry our context of leadership is pastoring right and so that means that we have paid staff we work with tons of volunteers a lot of volunteers uh all at different commitment levels some are like super mega committed yep. and involved and invested in what we're doing and then others they serve yep. an hour a week during right. church service yep and even with our staff some is part-time some is full-time some is a little bit of in-between time and so yeah yeah it's a different dynamic but it's fun how's your week been good so far how was your week i know you did something exciting i went golfing yes uh yesterday for the first time i mean in like a decade yeah a long time in a long time and it was fun good I had a good time. You had fun? Yeah, I, re I relaxed. That's important. I, uh, I think the reason I haven't liked golfing previously is because I told myself I this is a waste of time and I have more important things to do, which was still, it was always going to be true. It was true yesterday. Well, yeah. But I just had to tell myself like, hey, just be where you are. Well, learning relax, that have fun. having fun is the important thing to do too yeah. is yeah. part of the equation. Yeah, my favorite part is the golf cart driving. I went with your husband yeah. and a crew. I heard you crew. hit a tree. He yep. had to take some leave last night. Oh, he did? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we got into a golf cart accident. Uh, the golf course. I feel like that is par for the... Part of the course and driving the golf cart. Dude, I'm crash. <laughs> Listen, if you give me something, I'm gonna try to crash it. And so, the golf carts you have to stay on the sidewalk. Yeah, they have some sort of like GPS something. Geo in them. geo tethering. And I'm like, what fun is it if you can't yeah. go off road? And yeah. so we were regularly going off road, but then we realized that it doesn't work if the cart's in reverse. <laughs> and so if you put the cart in reverse, you drive anywhere you, can go you want. Anywhere you want. Okay. And so I spent most of the day driving in reverse okay. everywhere. And uh, one of those times, not paying attention, tree. It's fine. It's fine. He had to take some. Full. He had to take some drugs. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, My bad. Aa, Ron. I apologize. No, it's good. Like I'll give you a back rub. No. <laughs> Aaron once gave me a butt rub. This is true. Should we not put this on the in internet? San Bailey's shaking her head. It was in San Antonio. Your back was out. You just helped you so My you back. could go go preach more. I had to go preach. My my left butt cheek seized up. <laughs> Hey, it happens. And Aaron was like, I got friends you. Friends are friends he forever. He started punching me in the butt cheek. <laughs> friends are friends forever if you help each other out with your What is that? Fifle? Do you remember Fifle? Fifle? Is that a Fifle song? No, it's a Jesus song from the 90s. Or... Friends are friends yeah. forever. Yeah, if the Lord's the Lord of them or the something. the Lord's the Lord of... I've been singing another yeah. old school song. What was I singing earlier this thank week? Thank you song. Thank you for giving to the Lord. Hey, can we cut a clip? That's my favorite. Let's that cut the clip in. We can be talking over it. Look at this dude's hair. He's got <laughs> a jerry curl. He's got a jerry curl. What's it called? A mullet. A mullet. Yeah. Party in 
party in what is it? Business in business the front, front, party, party in the back. back. This is the jammers hey, back in the day. This is what we used to be worshiping too. I think about it sometimes when I'm like, I can't believe we get to do this. I think about the line in heaven where the people and that's what he sings about. Should we have somebody say, sing it? You. Should we have somebody sing it on Sunday? On the Tug of More, we share a lot of like true life, real stories mm-hmm. of who we are, what we've done, and a lot of times mistakes we've made. Ugh. And you know, something we talk about a lot often is that once uh, the worst moment after uh, being transparent is like the moment right after you're transparent. Yeah, like right after the words come out of your you're mouth. You're like, why did I just say that? Uh, uh. That was not information I had to say. Right, I didn't I'm have not to in tell a court me. of law. Exactly. No <laughs> one's making me share the story. And uh, often, yeah, we are. We have a heart of transparency in our church, and then just as people, that's yeah. just who we are. That like, I'm not afraid to tell where I've been because it's got me to where I am today. Yeah. And uh, sometimes, though, transparency is terrifying. The terror of transparency. Yeah. So, like I mentioned, I listened to uh, that episode this morning uh-huh. about uh sell it yeah and so i told some stories about how when we started the church i would buy and sell cars and how i had a couple um deals that i regret that (laughs) right that were positive financially in my direction yeah but like man i wasn't being all the way honest and as i was listening to it i was like somebody someday is going to cut this clip and they're going to use it in my hillsong documentary right because (laughs) because it's scary to be transparent because what you're essentially doing when you're open, transparent, vulnerable about your mistakes is you're giving people a knife that they could then in the future stab you with. You're giving them a bullet in their gun that they could shoot you later and say, see, I knew you were the worst. And so that feeling, uh, I live with pretty extreme transparency in my life, but that feeling, it never goes away. No, but you've just got to get to a point or you've got to make a decision of like, man, do I want to have to just be fake everywhere right no i think that what we found is the the tug intention of going into more is only possible when we're willing to say hey it's okay i've been there hey it's okay i've screwed up like because we don't believe in doing we've we've mentioned this before we don't believe in doing it alone we want to be on the journey together and with other people around us and like we've all screwed things up yeah we are humans yeah we're gonna make mistakes but yeah it's terrifying because usually when we're sharing something transparent, we're doing it in a circle of trust, in a place. Circle of trust on a microphone in, a, in front of the world right. on the internet. Yes. But in a place. Is with, our, is what yeah, we're doing. Right. But it's in hopes to help the people who are listening in hopes to help the people who are like, yeah, trying to do what we're trying to do and step into all God has. Oh yeah. All God has for them. And so <clears throat> I feel like, we do it in in a in the right moment with the right intention and what you said is so true but there's this ability that someone could cut the clip out of context yeah. someone can take our words or our story out of context someone could reference it or just share a piece of it and man it could paint us in the wrong light and not the intention we had and that's terrifying it's scary to be transparent yeah we uh just had an incredible sunday at more church yeah. where we made some big announcements Absolutely. about like what god's doing and uh and there's a lot of people that have watched that service, but you know who else watched that service? Some people drinking Haterade. Right, some, some angry haters. people. And so I saw on one of these in our city of Mansfield, oh, we man. have uh, a couple like Facebook pages, like Mansfield Moms. Yeah. And then we have like 
all these different like Talk groups share, of, of like of this, conservatives, conservatives and of far that. left believers and like all not believers, <laughs> all but, but you know, like yeah. all these different groups. And so I've seen people post yeah. our service. You know what they say? Yeah. Fast forward to minute 48, 36 seconds. Right. And listen for three, eight, yeah. three minutes. <laughs> right. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, take completely out of context. <laughs> Only hear this one piece. Only hear this and then hurry and hit delete. Yeah. Because bec- it's scary to be transparent right. for a few words. Yeah. But if people will listen to all the words, then the transparency actually helps right. people. Right. You know, I remember I was walking through a really hard time. Yeah. Hard, hard time from some ministry hurt. Yeah. And I could not like shake this funk over me. Mm-hmm. I'd talked to my friends. Yep. I'd talked to my counselor. But I still had this like um, pity party a little bit of yeah. like, nobody understands, you yeah. know? And so I started reaching out to mentors in my life and asking them like their story. Yeah. And some of these dudes that have been open with me about all kind of stuff would not talk to me about, they would not get that right. open. Right. And then I went and met with one pastor. I'm not going to say his name. That's good. <laughs> I went and met with one pastor and he like I told him where I was and I'm crying you know yeah and he got up and closed the door to the office and I think he even kicked he has like an office and then outside the office has like a secretary yeah so outside he told her to leave yeah because like he knew he, she could he, he knew she could be hearing through the door yeah he didn't want her to hear nothing and you know what he told me his hurt yeah and he got transparent with me and he cried and he said hey man if you say any of this it would really hurt me yeah you're not allowed to talk about right. what I'm telling you right now yeah. because I've held this for years. Right, right. But it was a moment of real healing for me where I realized like this guy got screwed over too. Right, I'm not alone. Yeah, like, it's and look, not he's, only me. Right. He made it. Right. And it was such, I've always been open, but like this was a pivotal moment that was like, I'm gonna talk about it. Yeah. I would much rather air my dirty laundry and help the generation behind me than just hold it till I'm 70. Right. Because what I could do is I could hold all this trauma and all the hurt and all the failures until I'm 70. Right. And then be like, I remember back in 2016. But I'm like, no, dude, talk about it now. And then all the people around you would be like, why didn't you tell me that then? I've struggled. I think for me, we've talked about it before, a lot of us grew up with people who were superhero uh, Christians. They had the Enrique Iglesias complex. Yeah, and so you thought... I can be oh. your hero. That's it. I was like, what does that mean? Yes. <laughs> uh, they, they, you thought, oh, they've never struggled with anything. And so yeah. when you struggled with anything, you felt like, oh man, I must be a loser. But you said something that's really important just a second ago in the sentence you said. You said, shared... Uh, I could hold my trauma, my story, my piece, or I could share it. What's really important in transparency is uh, both of us have experienced hurt. We don't go around and air their dirty laundry of the hurt that's been caused by certain people right, right, and their right, names right. and their circumstances. What we air, what we're transparent about is yes, we've been hurt. Here was how I responded. Here's what it felt for me. Here's yeah. So transparency is about being transparent about yourself. Yeah. Not always transparent about everybody else. We share stories of like 
yeah, employees, we talk about it easily, like things that have happened, but you'll notice we're not saying their names. We're not like airing them out to dry. Yeah. We're sharing our piece. So I think that's an important as we're having this conversation to yes. like lay that out here. We are not saying- Don't be don't going be, around don't town. Don't be telling people's, yeah, business. It's not gossip. No. It's about- it's it's about where you story are. story and our response. Just this Sunday, yeah. I preached a message. Uh, what did I talk about? Oh, you, we're in the end right. of our uh, legacy of more. Yes. We're in like a f teaching on finances. Right. And so I've been talking about this idea of progressive sanctification, like we get better the longer that we go. Right. And so I asked you permission yes. to share a story that happened to you this right. week. No, I have been always transparent about, <laughs> almost to the fact though, because this is something, this is part of the fear in it. Yeah. Like one of uh, one of the younger people on our team said to me, hey, you might need to, like you said that this is a thing of yours a lot. What do you think people are thinking about that? And I'm like, yeah, it's true. I've said it. I've been open about the fact that like in my life, uh, saying a cuss word here and there have been a, like a, a vice, I don't know the word, or maybe just like a relief uh, for me that I've used in seasons of my life. It's not like I'm going around saying cuss words everywhere in Dropping my life. them F-bombs. No, right, that's not who I am. However, in seasons of frustration, that's what has come out of me. In seasons of hurt and offense, that's what's come out of me. It, when I'm in pain, like different moments. And sometimes, yeah, when I'm just real ticked and want to feel better about yeah. it. And so I've been open about it, but you shared a story which I thought was hilarious. And uh, because it happened, it's true. It happened last week. I smashed my finger so hard. We have this door uh, at the North Campus here that uh, if the wind catches it correctly. The door was installed will, in 1971. Correct. We yeah. have yet to replace <laughs> it properly. And so it will either swing all the way open or it will slam shut if the wind catches it. And I was trying to lock it so it would not do that. Yeah. And then it slammed shut on my finger. And I yelled a word, but it was a good, it was what no. we call a Christian cuss word. So I'm sitting in my office and all of a sudden I hear Whitney yell, oh, oh, shiznit. Yes, <laughs> this is true. <laughs> it's true. And I laughed so hard. And then she comes to my office and she says, hey, hey I did it. I didn't swear. Yeah. Progressive sanctification. Right. Okay. Why do we tell that story? Because I asked Whit, I said, yeah. hey, can I share this on stage? Uh-huh. And she said, of course you can. Yeah. Because that transparency helps other people right. understand we're just people. Right. The amount that I talk about my food right. stuff yeah. or like my pornography addiction right. from years ago, you would think that I needed to be like in a sex addict recovery exactly. group. Exactly. Because I talk about it so much, even though in, in the scope of like, the, uh, the truth uh, of your life. The right. truth of like addictive like levels or something. Yeah. It was not how much I talk about it. But because we need to, I think as leaders. Yeah. I think. Absolutely. Our brand of leadership. Our brand. Is that we would rather talk about how we've struggled and had issues. Like I'll talk about on stage. I'll be like, man, me and Rachel, we got in a fight. Right. And sometimes people will go up to Rachel and be like, are you, are you okay? Like he's not beating me, right? Right. But be, but that transparency it gets to them, yeah. And they start to realize, man, I've got some areas I need to heal. You know what's funny is so. Um, so Whitney's not out just cussing no, out the town. No, we're saying that I'm like, saying, dude, if I get stressed, yeah. I may go and eat a cheeseburger with nobody knowing about it. I remember my youth pastor told me this is this is uh not where i'm going i guess but it is he told me years ago that he and his wife had never uh 
had passed gas, farted, whatever the word is, in front of each other ever in their whole marriage. They've been married like 15 years. I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, what is their perfect holy marriage that they can't even like yeah. do some normal bodily function in front of each other? It so confused me, like what? And that's not true. There's no way that's true. But also, whatever if it is, and then you don't have a whole lot of unity or what? Well, I don't know. But I remember how it made me feel as a person. Like I must be a really weirdo. Like yeah, we in must life be gross. That I think that that's not a big deal, you know. Yeah. And uh, I think for me, I'd much rather. Yeah, I'd much rather people know as they're struggling and and tugging into more. Tugging into more is hard enough as it is yeah. without trying to pretend like we're perfect all the time. And <sighs> I'm not going to do it. And so what's funny is, yes, as soon as you did that on Sunday, there was part of me yeah. that went, oh my gosh. <laughs> because I know the holy ones in the room, they probably just judge. I can't believe Pastor Whitney ever says a bad word. And like Rachel sitting next to me, she's like, stand up, stand up, take a bow, take a bow. And so like I was silly, like stood up, took a bow, and then like gave glory to God like I was a football player. Like, oh, what? it's all, you didn't see it. <laughs> no, we were being silly. Because the whole room's laughing. But yeah. on the inside, I'm like, Jesus, don't let those people actually judge me. You know, that's what I'm thinking. What the I found. The terror of transparency. Yeah, it's terrifying. So, yeah. in this moment where I'm acting silly, like, oh, yeah, all glory to Jesus, I'm actually on the inside going, oh, God, what do they actually think? What's funny later that night is I heard from one of the life group leaders that they were talking about social media and like talking to the kids real um, openly about, like, what's your struggle in social media? What do you need to do? Like, and a couple of them said, hey, I will post curse words on my social media to try to look cool. And like, that's not cool. I don't need to be doing that. And one of the kids was like, yeah, shiznits, that's not cool. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? If my willingness to yeah. actually share that helps these other kids go, okay, I'm not a loser. Yeah. I don't have to hide what I'm walking through. I can actually be honest about it. Yeah. And then my other group of friends is gonna know, yeah. hey, you're not, you're not like, <gasps> Like, you're just a person. Okay, yeah. let's help each other. Yeah. That's worth the terror I felt while giving glory to God. Dude, it's so good. Yeah, this I is have true. a story. It might be too far, though. Uh oh. <laughs> I have no idea. So, uh, uh, I remember when I was youth pastoring, okay. we did a panel discussion oh, yeah. with a bunch of guys. We like sent all the girls into a room and had all the guys into a room. Yeah. And we did a panel discussion. Yeah. It was me and a couple other pastors. And one of the pastors, he said, no, we're all like adults right, at right, this right, point. Right, right. And so we're talking about guy stuff. We're talking about lust and pornography and you know, all no, these yeah, things. This is a normal and, thing, normal and, youth groups. And do, one right. of the pastors, he says, straight face looking at the kids. He says, I have never looked at pornography and I've never masturbated. There's like 200 guys right, in the room. Right. And I'm sitting up there like, well, first of all, this dude's full of crap. Right. He ain't telling the truth for nothing. And so then, so then I'm like, well, I have. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I'll go ahead and be the one in the room to be. Yeah. And I'm like, and I talked to him later. Hmm. Yeah. I talked to him later and I said, dude, what are you? Do? I what? said, is that, first of all, is that real? Yeah. Is that true? You know, what he told me. He said that he told his wife when they were dating that he never had. And then when they got married, he told her yeah. they never had. Yeah. And then now, 15 years after marriage, he has never, ever been transparent with his wife about any of his struggles. And so now he's in a position of leadership 
and he's lying to a room of a bunch of 13 year olds. They're all looking at a bunch of junk. <laughs> right. I'll stop there. <laughs> and I'm saying like, right. that's dude. Why? Right. You did not, What's the point? You, you not only didn't help those boys, right. you hurt them. You hurt them. Because now they walked out feeling dirty and ashamed. Right. And like they were some kind of pervert Weirdo. that had no hope. Right. Right. But when we're transparent, when we'll actually admit our failures, yeah. our temptations, yeah. our mistakes, we help everybody else Absolutely. say like, oh, maybe I can do it. And that's really a big reason that we do the tug of more. Absolutely. Like half of this, half <laughs> of the reason we do this is to motivate people that they can. Yeah. And the other half is to be like, hey, if you suck, so do we. Yeah. It's okay. Keep going. God will use you. Right. Because the truth of the matter is, like we've been saying, we're all people, we're all humans, and we're all trying to do our best. Yeah. And like what can easily happen and stop us from going into more is that we do, we have one failure or one circumstance where we think, well, I'm just not good enough. Mm -hmm. I can't do it. Or we, we hit a hurdle. Yeah that we feel like, oh, nobody else ever hit that hurdle before. Yeah. I guess I must not be the leader I thought I was. I guess I must not be doing as well in my business as I thought I was. Whatever it is, I must be a terrible parent. Yeah. All kinds of things that I'm like, no, 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 no. We're all people. We may not have the exact same struggles, but we all have struggles. Yeah. I've been super open about the fact that in uh, really painful seasons when my, my parents got divorced and like a lot was exploding in my family life, I, uh, I wasn't gonna struggle with like a massive addiction in like drugs, alcohol, whatever. Yeah. So but that's because that hasn't been something- It just hasn't been a temptation of my life. Like yeah. it, it hasn't been a struggle for yeah. me. But what I did struggle in was an addiction in spending money because that endorphins, is that dopamine? Yeah, What's dopamines. The right, yeah. Whatever the right hormone is. Yeah. Uh, the the hit of that in shopping, whatever, helped, helped me. It did not hurt me. Uh, it made me feel happy in the moment. And so I racked up debt like crazy. And that is not a part of who I am as a person. Right. But like you said, I've shared it so willingly and openly that yeah. I've had people I don't even know. Yeah. Be like, hey, I saw you bought a new such and such. Are you doing okay? Oh, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, I am actually. Yeah. I've been. Open. I still need shoes. Right? I still have to buy things every now and then. Yeah. Uh, but it's. I would much rather them be hmm. able to, in a moment, go. Oh, maybe, maybe I've only racked up five thousand dollars in debt, and I'm in this moment recognizing. Oh, this is making me feel better and it will save them. Maybe I don't need new lawn furniture. Yeah, it will save them <laughs> from making the, the mistakes no, I made. No, I had somebody talk to me after you preached that said that they were after church gonna go and buy a whole new lawn furniture huh. set. Like for $2,200. Huh, I didn't but know But that. that they realized I don't need to go spend that money. Like they literally right. after church were going and it was as Sunday you preached. Yeah. And they were like, I don't wanna, and you just mentioned it like, Burr. it wasn't even your message. Yeah. But when we're when we're tr right. when we're transparent, not only as leaders, as parents, yeah, yeah, as when we're transparent, it's terrifying, but it helps people find freedom. Yeah. Uh, we just had my birthday party. Yes. Well, my birthday was in January, <laughs> we'll say. but then everybody in America got COVID again in January, with January. or the flu or the something. Yeah. I mean, everyone got everything. Yeah. Everyone. And was so sick. we canceled my birthday party. Yeah. And so. Uh, Rachel and Aaron, shout out A.A. Ron and yes. Whitney, s scheduled a surprise yes. uh, 
uh, Mar- March birthday yeah. party for yeah, me. Yeah, and yeah. dude, it was incredible. And so one of the things we did at the party is some people went around and just said like nice things to me. And uh, somebody there, do you know what I'm about to tell? No. Somebody there. There were so many stories. I somebody there uh, who's like a, who's a. Oh, yes. Key person yes. of the church, really involved. A pillar in our church. Tell them what she said. She said that, uh, and she's one that when you look at her, like everything in her life is together. Like yeah. all of it. Her children are wonderful. All the pieces. And uh, she said the week that you shared about uh, being frustrated and like almost pulling a guy out of a truck. No, not yelling, almost. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's your story to tell. But uh, we'll the, say what she said. Yeah, she said the moment that you shared that story, she said that's when I knew. Oh, this this means that I can still be used by God. That that everything that I've struggled with, like if if God is help like helping using him in this way, this is my church. Like yeah. this is my home because if God's using him in that way, then maybe I'm not a complete loser. The things that I think about and and feel deep down inside. Yeah. And like we all have things we think and feel deep down inside yeah. that we don't tell nobody about. But for her, like yes, on the outside everything's going perfect, but it doesn't mean she didn't have deep feelings of wanting to beat someone in the face Yeah, uh, deep down inside her. Yeah. And so the transparency of that, of you sharing that, which seems because no. of who she is, yes. so opposite of who she is, yes. made her feel at home yeah. and safe. So this... And safe. And safe. Not afraid of you, not terrified of what you said, not, yeah. oh, my pastor's scary, yeah. but instead, oh, this is a safe place. And yeah. I think that is a fear. Yeah. You've had it before, I know, of yes. like, are people going to think I'm a monster? Like, yeah. are people going to, I'm like, no, 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 yeah. you were willing to share it. It actually feels safe. Okay, go. Sorry. No, we had a, we did a series years ago called Above All Else. Yes. Proverbs 4.23 in the Bible, it says above all else, you have to guard your heart because everything flows out of it. Yeah. And so I told some really, tr- really transparent Very, stuff. Yeah. Uh, in that series, I think the first week or second week, I don't remember. I don't remember. And I tell a story about like how I freaked out and like yeah. got into a fight, yeah. got into like a, a fight a with a guy in the middle of the street. Yeah. And I'm up on stage telling the story and I'm like saying it that this happened externally because of right. something going on internally. Right. And I remember before preaching that Sunday, talking to y'all and saying, I don't know if I should tell the yeah. story. Yeah. Am I really going to get up right. and tell my most embarrassing moment? Yeah. Yeah to the church, but then to hear that six years later, this family is in our church and their first Sunday yeah. was that Sunday. Yeah. And that transparency made them feel like, oh, this is a, this is the right place for me to be. Yeah. But no. what I could have done is I could have just got up and preached Proverbs 4.23 and never put myself right. in the position of an unguarded heart. Right. No, it's true. But there's more uh, mm-hmm. in that story. What I also remember is so you're talking about public transparency for us and our staff team. We say that we uh, will be transparent both publicly and privately. What you actually found out was that that person you got an altercation with. Oh, God. Yeah. Was neighbors. Yeah. With someone uh, in our church. Yeah. And they but your you were transparent with them privately yeah. yeah hey this happened this was in the mo like right in around the same moment that it happened and he was like hey yeah you i've been inviting these people to church <laughs> that's actually my pastor, pastor you, know. you beat up my neighbor <laughs> yeah. that i was inviting to church but because you were transparent 
and yeah. shared it and told him, hey man, I had a hard time. Here's what you were able to humanize the situation. Yeah. What could have easily happened instead was you never said anything, it mm -hmm. never it never happened, it was all brushed under the rug. And for not only that neighbor, but also the person in our church, it could have been very confusing. Yeah. If you are a guy who stands on stage and says, I never struggle with anything. The yeah. Lord is holy and righteous in yeah. my life and I never have a problem ever. Yeah. And yet he knew this thing about you. Yeah. And I think that's what happens so often. People are not, leaders are not willing to be transparent. And then you're working alongside them or you're in a struggle moment. I remember bosses where I'd be like, I don't know how to do this thing or that. And they'd be like, oh, that's so easy. That's not hard, but what, where they definitely struggled with it when they were yeah. young too. But it made me feel like, oh, never mind. But then it started to make me feel like, oh, I think they're just kind of a punk. Yeah. And so it, it actually helps your life. It does. Even though it feels terrifying. It feels terrifying because even right now, six years later, <laughs> yeah. as we're sharing the story, I've got butterflies in my stomach right now, yeah. right now. I'm like, oh crap, people are going to think yeah. this about me or that about right. me. So far, I've said I've gotten a fight with a guy and I've looked at pornography. <laughs> right. No, right. And Whitney's cussing I'm people a cuss, out. I'm a cussing lady who's swiping my credit card everywhere. Swipe my credit card and yeah, cuss. Right. And like what we do is we think that people will associate that with this. Yeah. And then they won't believe in us. Yeah. And maybe some won't. Yeah. But they're just religious jerks. No, right. Uh, like they're no, just they're so. they're not our people. That's yeah. what we found. Right. Super good. I've got so many thoughts okay, of go. where we could go. Say whatever you want. It, what are the steps? Like, oh, so yeah. what okay. are the steps? Okay. We've, we've identified transparency is terrifying. Yeah. But how, like, I, I, remember, I, I remember when I was like 16. And uh, I can't tell the whole story. But I was struggling with lust stuff, oh, 16. Okay. Yeah. And so I called like my guys, guy group mm -hmm. together. There were like five or six of us. And I was like, hey, I gotta talk to y'all. And so I told them the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, and so we gotta build some accountability together. Yeah. Yeah. And they were all like, yeah, me too. Well, yeah, yeah, me too, yeah. yeah, me too. And so like we created some accountability and we started getting victory. Yeah. But like, I don't know why I like, <laughs> I don't know, transparency, it's not just something that you're born with. No. But like, what's the on-ramp? Well, I think that. Because some people haven't been transparent ever. Right. And then they just, uh, how do we? How do they step yeah, into doing it? it's super hard if you've been living like a facade, a mask, uh, a pretend type person. It is super hard, I think, to shift into a super transparent person. But some of us just, I, I really think it's, it is probably a personality trait of some people to be more willing to be like, here's just me. Yeah. But it's a practice that anybody can choose. And so uh, my husband is not, he grew up very like anything that you struggled with, you hide it, you keep it to right. yourself. If you're going to counseling, we're going an hour and a half away to like another state. So no one knows like he camouflage the yeah. problem. And, and like we live in the South, the South, uh, some of us are very open, but there are uh, the other Southern rules where you just smile and nod. Uh, you guys grew up in the North where it's more direct and I don't know, it, it's different, but you just have to decide it. And so we had to make a decision um, when we decided it, it was because of other people in our life that we were like, I don't want to end up 
confusing people right. the way we felt confused before. So it was an intentional decision. And then we had to baby step it. I think that okay. is the piece that like we uh, as a church organization decided, mm. okay, we're going to take a few steps. We're going to share some small testimonies. We mm -hmm. did like a... We did a series called Life to Death. Yeah. Death, or death nope, to Life. Nope. Nope. <laughs> death to Life. <laughs> <laughs> that's the life and it was like i think like a video monologue-ish like a yeah. song and there was like just short little pieces and they just gave snippets of a testimony yeah throughout the the video uh throughout the song talking about how their life went from death to life um through yeah through <clears throat> god coming in and, and redeeming some things so baby step so it's baby step well in our organization in our organization but, but then personally yeah personally You've got to have, so like you've got to start, before you're ever transparent publicly, you have to be transparent Correct. privately. Correct. And so like the first, you've got to have that safe place. Absolutely. And so I think if you're married, that has to start with your spouse. It has to. I, I'm very confused and unsure how anyone can live a life married where everything's not on the table, like where right. everything's not... Um, like I'm not going every night to my husband's phone and like reading all his text messages, but I can. Right, same. Like I know all his passwords, he knows all mine. Like all of that is just like, it's all out there and open for, yeah, for whatever, because we have full transparency and trust. And then I think uh, from, there, from the spouse piece, there has to be some other people that you can willingly share your story So the story baby with. step, if you're <clears throat> listening and you're not, living a life that's transparent and yeah. open because of ever ever because you're of everything we already mentioned right you're scared of all the fallout that right. probably isn't even there yeah it starts with a a, a spouse if yeah. you're married it starts with a best friend yeah maybe just one person right it could just be a one. best person that best friend that you can talk to yeah and then there's the uh circle of trust the yeah. uh meet the fuckers yeah right yeah. you've got to have the circle of trust like Absolutely. a few people that you can be transparent with then you stair step it out from there that maybe it's a broader group of like just people that you're in relationship with. Right. They're not like your BFFs, but you're in relationship. And then the stair step is your full life. Yeah. And I think like there's no way I could be transparent on stage. hundred percent. If I couldn't talk to Aaron. Right. hundred percent. But then there's also levels or seasons or something. I don't know the right word for it, of when that's appropriate. So, so those but don't be an overshare. Well, yeah, those private, those private people conversations that can be transparency in real time. That can be transparency oh, yeah. after the fact, in the moment, in real time, whatever, or, or, or even pre like a pre struggle. I'm afraid I might at some point or whatever, but I think the public ones are a, there's a difference between being vulnerable and transparent, like being vulnerable with the people mm -hmm. in private is allowing yourself to be like, I'm in this weak moment right this second. Oh, that might be the, yeah, that might be the first step then. Yeah. The be vulnerable. Yeah, because you don't want to, you don't want to share things. They say, I don't know, pastors have some line about sharing from scars, not wounds or something. Do you know what I'm talking about? I've seen it on some memes, but like you want to share publicly sometimes it doesn't mean it has to be from a place of full victory that's not what i mean yeah but like while you're in the moment of like i am hurt and yeah person, you gotta you, you only, gotta only be, bleed on trust gotta people. have wisdom right yes i think it's on because you were no longer throwing shopping carts and like getting in a fight because i was no longer yeah. currently in the moment yeah. racking up all the debt i could then share that 
from a place of uh, to help others. Yeah. But in these vulnerable moments, <coughs> that has to be the more private one-on-one. So it's you have to find the people and then the and the right levels and then in the right moment in the yeah. real-time moment. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's great. What yeah. we just said is genius. We're geniuses. <laughs> <laughs> the, star- but he was the, the start the start in the vulnerability is a piece that's like i'm currently not okay yeah that's trans that's being well, honest and transparent there have it's been- it's the getting beyond the i'm fine life right i'm fine dude during covid we'd go to pastor stuff even still go to these pastors conferences how are you man i'm good man i'm blessed and highly favored and i would say i'm not my church is half the size I'm stressed the junk out. I want to quit. And I'd say that to people and they'd be like, they wouldn't know what to do. They were like freaked out. And I'm like, you feel the same way. I want to say this. No, right. You feel the same way. You're just a liar. Right. You had a few people that said, actually, yeah, me too. I just didn't want to say that, you know, (laughs) out loud. And like, yes. And, and the truth is I've had people that I've been vulnerable with and it was a mistake. Yeah. And I've had to learn they were not the right people. What you said, like, uh, we like, those are not your people. If you try to be vulnerable, I've been vulnerable with somebody and had them turn it around and use it against me in moments. And that's not cool. That's not fun. Um, you've had the same thing happen for you of like, wait, what? Oh, and like, no, that's fine. We can't let someone that we've been vulnerable with that it didn't work out well, keep us from finding the right people to be vulnerable with. Yeah. So find the people, find the circle, stair step in, take the steps. Yeah. Um, we've talked a lot of vulnerability in like sin or like failures. Yeah. But I think that there's also like the terror of transparency, uh, when it comes to just admitting that you don't know that you, you don't know what's next right? or that you, it's not just like sin, No, but it's also like aptitude or ability. Ability And so like, we choose to be transparent. Yeah. Like a year ago. Yeah. Over a year ago, we got up and we told the church, Hey, we feel like God's telling us to wait. We're going to build this building, but we're going to wait. And we don't know what God's doing next. Yeah. We don't know what the next step is. That was literally terrifying because I'm getting up to the place that I'm the leader. Right. And I'm saying, I don't know where we're going. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I know where we're going spiritually, but I don't right. know. I don't know where we're going. And dude, there's this terrifying. It's terrifying. But my eyes starting to twitch right now, just oh thinking God. about all the emotions associated with it. But but there's power in Absolutely. honesty. Absolutely. I can blow smoke. Right. I can blow. I'm a smoke blown machine. Yeah. If our if our hazer ever goes out, I can just start blowing some smoke. <laughs> I'm saying. If you have the gift of gab, yeah. you can blow some smoke. Yeah. But what's a lot better is to just be honest. Right. Transparent. Well, and it allows for it allows for mistakes. Yeah. It allows for uh not having the perfect answer rather than if you only always are blowing the smoke that you have the perfect answer, eventually something's not going to work out. Yeah. Eventually something you're going to be wrong about. But we've had moments where we've been like, but what if we're wrong about this? And what's so freeing in it is we've been able to be like, well, then we'll just be transparent about that. We'll yeah. just say we were wrong because we built a cult- culture of transparency. Uh, our organization won't fumble if we're ever wrong. Whereas we've seen others where they have this, I'm perfect, everything's perfect, it's all perfect. 
And then the minute anything, even a little bit goes wrong, it all crumbles because you built it based on a lie. Yeah. Lie. A lie of perfection. That's not real. Yeah. So good. That's really good. I like this conversation. I could talk about this all day because it's something we've worked through. Yeah. Sometimes we say it. Sometimes on Tug More, we're talking through something we're currently working through, which is uh, we're being vulnerable about. But this is something we've worked through a well, lot. Man, I just I just had a new level of transparency that I stepped into. And man, it's so healing. Yeah. I sent you and Aaron and Rachel an email this morning about it. You haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it. It's morning time. So I just sent it oh. early this morning. But like we uh, are in the middle of an issue right now yeah. in the church that I'm trying to navigate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we called a meeting with all of our elders. Yeah. They're like our spiritual uh, spiritual authority. Yeah. Extension spiritual of the oversight, spiritual extension, extension of the pastoral yeah. arm. And so I called all them in. Yeah. And from a position of transparency, I was like, guys, I need y'all to pray. Yeah. It's bigger than me. I don't know what to do. Would you pray? And so, dude, it's super good for me. Yeah. Because when you can be transparent, I've had probably eight people reach out to me with words and encouragement and affirmation and scripture that's literally speaking to where I am. Yeah. But I've only been able to get that. Right. Because I didn't say, it's all good. Right. I got it. Right. So what you're saying so is. So transparency, it leads to support. Mm-hmm. What you're saying is transparency is good for the hearer and for the speaker and for the one being transparent. Right, because when you're transparent about something you're already over, you don't need to heal from it. Right. But when you're transparent about real active live yeah. moment stuff, absolutely, other people can come alongside and lend support. Absolutely, right. People say they feel alone. I feel alone, I'm lonely in ministry. Well, I know you ain't telling nobody nothing. Right, anyone you talk to, you're saying everything's good, everything's fine, how are you, Makes great. Me mad. No, it's true. We've talked about what you said, I'm fine. The four letter word of I'm fine is way more damaging yeah. than the four letter words I've struggled to say, yeah. you know, but it's true. It's, it can be so damaging to keep saying that you're fine to yourself that eventually, because eventually it all oozes out of you. Yeah. Yeah. What's inside of you comes out. So true. Okay. I have one other thought. Okay. So you know how we usually end the podcast yeah, we is say. we usually end it and we say, Hey, Share if it. you know, if we usually end it and say, if you have any questions, oh yeah, yeah, that too. Ask them. Yeah. But do you know the reason I think a lot of people don't ask questions? Because they don't want to be transparent about what they don't know. Because if you ask, you're admitting. Yeah. You need to learn something. Yeah. Let me promise you something. You go to a pastor's conference and I'm there, and they have a Q and A session. Every I'm asking time. a question. Every time. More church will have ten thousand people on a Sunday. We will. This will be the growth. This will be what God does. And when we're a church of 10,000, I'm going to be at a capacitors conference and I'm going to walk my butt up to a microphone yeah. and I'm going to ask somebody on stage who has 700 people in their church. Yeah. I'm going to ask them a question because right. I can learn something from yeah. them. No, so true. We, we end it all the time and maybe you're a consistent listener, but you've never asked a question. How does somebody, Baylor Easton, how do they most effectively connect to us on the social webby emailies so that we can get their information. Okay, so you, but the, the YouTube comment, if they comment on like an old one, we don't see it though, right? Oh, okay, see, I don't know how the internet works. Yeah, it'll notify us if we get a comment and you can DM us on Instagram, you can send us a message on Facebook, right? 
And maybe we should set up an email. Someday maybe we'll do that. So if you have a question, even if it's transparent, you can ask us something real ugly. Now, if you tell us like you think you're going to kill your mom or something, we're calling the police. But like if you have a leadership question that you're a little embarrassed to ask, guess what? Us too. I'm embarrassed all the time that what I don't know what I'm doing. Just ask it. And then we would love to speak to those Absolutely. Topics. And privately, you can send us private. Like if it's, if you feel like I only want one person to read Oh, yeah, this, yeah. If you don't want that you on YouTube. because me. Uh, I'm Whitney, Whitney Barth. Whitney B. Barth on Instagram. You're Tristan Baba, right? All on Instagram. Yeah, I'd like, be great at checking all this, by the way. What if I already have a hundred questions in my Instagram? Oh, Bailey's like, you don't. I check it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there you go. But you can send a message, uh, Facebook or Instagram. We'll check those too. And like if it feels a little bit vulnerable and you're afraid to ask it. But yeah. I think, man, the times, what's great about it is even when you ask a question that you maybe kind of know the answer to, yeah. what I love is learning from each other, yeah. our perspectives. Yeah. So more depth. Do it. Yeah. So good. Love you guys. See you next time. <laughs>